The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. All right, Players' Lounge, Tuesday. Danny McRae, Heck Harrison, Barry In Church. Here. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is brought to you by Tostitos. Friends, I'm worried about the overconfidence now. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> Today? Um. Worried about the overconfidence now, man. After what we saw last night? You saw the same thing we saw last night. Come on, man. Come on, man. Ain't no way. Ain't no overconfidence. Man, man, look. There's about to be a funeral next week. All right. Chris B., who all picked the New York Jets to win next week? I did. I know I yeah. did. Because that's one where you look at that now, you yeah, say, okay, I had a 12 and 5, Nui. That's a wrap. That's All a right. Win. That's a win. Aaron Rodgers out. All right. I only had him going 12 and 5 because we had it locked up. So it's, it's really 13 and 4. Yeah. You had him looking to the Jets. So, I had yeah, so, now, so now I'm looking at 14 and 3. I had him 11 oh, and 6. Oh, oh, 12 oh. and 5 right now. Oh, you over here now. Well, we saw what happened last night. Nah, you can't go. Come on. You see how the flippity. F- it's all good. Okay. Okay. Nah, but real talk. After what we saw on Sunday. Come on, man. Hello. That's not a. That's a, Listen, I'm, I'm going to stick to mine. I just want to know what an asterisk by who. Aaron Rodgers was the reason that most of us picked the New York Jets. To Cowboys go haven't beaten them in, and who knows how long if yeah. they ever have. So that's the that's the real thing. That, so we yeah. were talking about it at lunch. It was uh, who, who was the tall dude with the uh, earrings? I, I forget his name. Uh, that played for us. He wanted to go smoke and do the commercials and stuff. Oh, he's talking David Irving. David Irving. David Irving. the commercials. That's the only reason how y'all remember David Irving. David Irving. Oh, had hey, three that's hilarious. Had three sacks in the game up there. So that was a game that the, 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 that we beat Aaron Rodgers or something like that. Oh, yeah, we did up. beat him in 16. And that was it. That's facts. And that was it. Because 2010, you know. No, we, <laughs> 2010 looked like how we did the Giants oh, yeah. on Sunday. That's how 2010. So that's the reason why we picked them. Now that he out. I'm gonna stick to my you know twelve and five because that's still a great you know, a great season and then they still win the NFC East championship. We get the recalibrate no, though, right? Not yeah. not not, not, until, week, right? not until after, right. not until after, not until after. But you know, nah, wait, we better not go out there and lose to no uh, Gary. Man, come on, he Ain't was no in way. trouble. He was in trouble before he went down. And y'all know that defense, that offensive line they have is it, shot. It's bad. It's All right, and and maybe uh, as people have analyzed the the his injury. It wasn't all on the offensive line, him getting hurt. But still, you know, he was in trouble before that. Everybody knows, man, Dwayne Brown being in the league almost 20-some-odd years. Mm. Come on, bro. Who who was calling the the, 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 op- the <laughs> three-step cut <laughs> by the know? offensive lineman? Uh, man, we're man. doing a three-step drop. They out there shooting at the guy's legs and getting them – Get on the blind side. Put on, them. on the but blind they, yeah, side. Yeah, I'm like, what, what are you doing? You never heard of that. But that's like supposed that. to come out quick, allegedly. That, 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 that's, called, that's called pinning yourself into a corner. Because <laughs> if it don't and they cover that route, then what do you do? Because now your offensive lineman is on the ground. All these defensive players are athletic enough to fight off that cut and then pursue more. And you saw exactly what happened in the league. That's the stuff you might be able to pull at Georgia Tech or something, but you ain't pulling at it <clears throat> in, in the league. Huh. So the overconfidence I'm worried about is the fact that you're 140 to nothing. Against a team that you people said had had playoff aspirations, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now here comes a team that your big worry was, man, Aaron Rodgers coming to town. Now it's Zach Wilson, who's not an impressive player. Mm-mm. I worry about, as Parcells used to say, <laughs> eating the cheese. That's what I worry about. I, 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 could, I, could, look, I understand where you're coming from, for sure. I do understand where you're coming from. But, you know, since McCarthy's been here, this team this team has been, you know, when it comes to not playing down to the competition, they've done a pretty good job. Now, last year there was a couple instances, the Houston game, I right. believe, the, the Colts game. After, but they ended up shooting. After the Vikings game. Right. Yeah, after the Vikings game. There was, there was a couple instances game. here and there. But overall, in his tenure here, he's done a pretty good job of getting these guys motivated and going out there and winning games. So True. I can't I can't see them have being up too much confidence because when you got a defense like that, I mean, you, you can be as confident as you want to. I mean, if we look at it, that that pass rush, it, it's unbelievable. And when you look at what the Jets have out there, they got a quarterback who who's been in the National Football League and he's proven. Time was it? Time proven consistency. Time proven consistency. He can't beat you with his arm. Right. Now those two running backs, they're the real deal. You talking no. about Cookie? You talking about Hall? Those are the real deal. But I don't believe you can win a game simply off of those two backs. They'll make it interesting, but it's going to come down to Zach Wilson and what he's able to do, and he ain't going to be able to do nothing against his D. You've been on the number one defense. It's your facts. And when you come up against a bad quarterback that had poor decision making, <laughs> well, that's, that's <laughs> my point. Like, what shots. are you thinking? Especially when you know shots. that we're going to shut him down. At, at, Garrett Wilson, like, like their their receiving core, the, the guy that they have is is pretty is pretty good. He's special. Garrett he's pretty Wilson, special. He's All right, we can't can't take that away from him. But I think that you feel right now that you have a cornerback duo, in, in Diggs and, and Gilmore. That's one of the best in the league after one one week. Okay, coming into this, coming up against a Zach Wilson that you know is going to turn the ball over at some point. He had a twenty two QBR. It's, no matter what people say, he still didn't play good mm-hmm. yesterday. All right. Mm-hmm. So my confidence is this defense is going to dominate. It's not. I don't call it overconfidence. I'm just saying that you've already put the building blocks to, together for something special, and a quarterback of his caliber shouldn't be able to burn. The, listen, the reason the reason I don't think the overconfidence is going to play a, a part specifically on the defense is because now you look at. Two years ago, we were looking at Trayvon Diggs, and they were playing on Nolanism for right. those defense, and they mm-hmm. were young guys. Okay, so now Trayvon Diggs is a, is, a, is a vet. Across from him is another vet who's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. who's seen the ups and downs and knows how to get the team True. and say, hey, you know what? P- slow down a little bit. Slow down a little bit because you can go beat Minnesota by however much and then do the AFC Invitational and go out there and look like poo trash. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Michael Parsons is now a vet. D-Law is still there. Your secondary, your linebacker with Leighton Van Der Esch, you have a leader at every level of the defense where you say, okay, you can trust that in those meeting rooms and every time they go out to dinner and all that stuff, somebody <laughs> say, hey, man, make, make sure y'all recalibrate. Don't let these dudes come out here and embarrass you because that's right. what happened to Buffalo. When you go out there and you're sleepwalking or whatever happens, you're not, you're not playing to the best of your ability, you can get buffaloed out there. Yeah. So I, I believe that. Dak's on the, on the opposite side. Dak has already been one of the best leaders yeah. in the league. People around the league have said this, so I believe that you know they're gonna be all right. It's, they know. This, well, I can you, see if you was going. You don't feel any any way about the overconfidence? I, no, I just I just realized that the New York Jets defense is probably saying the same thing about our offense <laughs> as far as the the quarterback and their, and how they feel about their defense. So this I will mean, be a true test for the, for the offense. Absolutely, like, I, our defense should, should should handle Zach Wilson and the boys. But when you talk about the Jets' defense, they got a legit defense. So this should be a real test for them. And I can see if 
if, you know, the Jets had an offensive coach. Like, if they had Shanahan or something in there, I'm like, okay, you know, he going to find some wrinkles to get the best out of Wilson. <laughs> we talking about Salah, all due respect, he's a defensive guy. And then you talk about the OC over there? Yeah, Hackett. All his offense is predicated on what Aaron Rodgers can do. With Zach Wilson, they're not the same. So, I, to me, I, I just don't see a way. I just don't see it. The only pushback I'm going to give is, listen, we, we've been waiting to see. We didn't really get an opportunity to see if we are going to be able to hold up against the run. Okay, just based off what we saw last night in that game on Monday mm-hmm. with, with Cook and Brees Hall, you're going to gonna have to put your chin strap up all right? oh, gonna be a and make game. sure you're filling them fast. gaps and you're wrapping up because if not, you're going to see a lot of long runs going, to go, going up against us. So I think this is a good time for us thankfully at the beginning of the season, to be able to see, hey, can we stop the run? And if we can't, what do we need to fix? And if we do, then this is the this is the recipe for success for us. So the Jets last night lose Aaron Rodgers, play number three. He's out for the year with an Crazy. Achilles. So Zach it, Wilson takes over. Josh Allen was a turnover machine oh. for the Bills. And the Jets end up winning it on a punt return. So they're 1-0. The Bills are 0-1. The Cowboys went from, I want to say it was a 4.5-point favorite to a 7.5-point favorite at Jerry World against the Jets. Thus, leads me back into my, okay, this is the perfect opportunity to eat the cheese. Mike McCarthy yesterday, while speaking at the podium along with Dan Quinn, along with uh, Brian Schottenheimer as well, spoke (coughs) about, hey, guys, it's just one game, consistency. DQ, use the word consistency. Mm, Got to see it again. I would just look at this as because, I don't know, when you watched Zach Wilson last night, your my thoughts mean, boy, he in trouble. But when we say that, this is still the National Football League. Anything can happen. We looked so, last year. Houston. I thought the Houston game, but we, we kind of spoke about like, you yeah. know, we can't trust this team. This team will, will do that, and that was a football game. Yeah. Um, Kansas City had the same thing when they went down to Houston, man. Next thing it was a football game, and they had to pull it out at the end. And that's all I'm saying mm-hmm. is this in the past has been the kind of game in which next thing you know, you look up, fourth quarter, rut row. That's all. And I'm hoping that's not the case. I think everybody's hoping that's not the case. And you just look at, hey, everything they did and what they have, this should be an easy W. But there are no easy Ws in this league. That's just kind of my thing. I, I like our corners, but I'll tell you this. I, I didn't watch the Jets much last year. Okay? So when they were rook, offensive rookie of the year, you had Brees Hall and their defense was great. You heard about it. But I saw 17 on, on uh, Hard Knocks, <laughs> and I saw him last night. The dude is the truth. Mm-hmm. That's one of what you played up against last week with, with Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard, you're going to get something totally different uh, this week. All right? So our corners are great. They still have to bring their A game because one of the best things you like to see is a top-notch corner and a top-notch receiver go out there and battle it out, kind of like you saw Sauce Gardner going against um, Diggs. Uh, Diggs yesterday. Right. So I would bring, love to see, bring your A game. I would love to see. I just don't know if he's going to have an opportunity to go back there and exploit that matchup, or at least see what that matchup is. It's going to be under too much pressure. It's going to be under too much (laughs) pressure. I mean, when you can get to the quarterback as fast as Dallas with four guys, not even blitzing, that leaves the rest of your your defense to, you know, eyes on the quarterback. We're seeing where he – and we saw what he he possesses as a passing quarterback. He threw the ball right to Matt Milano. Now, Matt Milano's a heck of a a linebacker, (laughs) a heck of a linebacker. But come on. on, He threw that right to him. He's not even looking at coverages. He's just like, man, you know what, here. I just, just, Just remember this, okay? They never had a chance to establish the run. The Giants didn't against us. Yeah, okay? they, yeah it was one that, that game was over, like you said, 
that field goal got blocked and they down, they come back. 13 points Another right pick, not 13. Now you got to pass it. You don't have a chance to establish the run. So mm-hmm. we haven't had an opportunity to play against an offensive scheme to where they not down by 16. Now, can we go up, go out there and, you know, go up by 16 mm-hmm. and then force them to pass the whole game? Yeah, we can do that. But at the start of the game here, you have a team that is – Definitely going to try to establish the run because that's what they have to do. And then we're going to be able to see, hey, man, what we've been working on this whole last two years, do we have it or do we not? I'm excited to see it because, Mm -hmm. like, if we do, then that's when you say, man, that one missing piece we had on defense, we finally got that puzzle piece put in and nothing can stop us, right? So that's what I want to see. Because they say that's the only way to slow down the bazooka. That's what it's, they say. It's run at him. It's run at him. It run at him. And negate that team speed mm-hmm. by just being physical. But I still – I just don't see it <laughs> But then, my, and watching that game, my, my thing, I kept saying, I'm like, Leighton Van Der Esch and Damone Clark going to be all over that. Marquise Bell is going to be all over that. Even when they try and spread us out, our secondary guys are going to be all over that. The box safety guys are going to – you know, it's going to be hard for them to maneuver through that. And as good as Garrett Wilson is, he – it's not that I don't respect the other guys, so let me just say that. I'm just saying he is the best that they got when I look at their receiving core. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I haven't seen Trayvon Diggs uh, travel uh, this year. He hadn't had to, mm-hmm. but this may be one of those opportunities. And when you have two guys that's yeah, as good is. as the two, mm-hmm. you know, as the two that we have, you don't have to do that, right? Mm-hmm. But still, this is opportunity versus a, a first-tier guy. Zach Wilson was thought to be a better prospect than Trevor Lawrence, according to Chris Sims. Wrong. Um, wrong, 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 wrong. So we'll see what they sound have. like me out there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just because I want to just, you know, just argue. Because I don't really – I didn't trust in Trevor Lawrence at first, and a lot of people didn't until Doug Peterson got there, and you were like, oh, okay, all right, now we got it. Did Zach Wilson have the person around him that he needs to, to in, order, to in, order, in order to be that next-level type quarterback? I, I don't know. Are we going to find He out? came in, you know, didn't expect to play last week. They threw him in the fire. <laughs> had to get thrown in the fire. They did win the game. So this is another week of him saying, all right, well, I got a full week of taking the one reps and putting the plan around what I can do, and we'll see what happens. So, yeah, but Trevor Lawrence needs. is ball. I don't want to hate on Trevor Lawrence. He went to Clemson and LSU did beat the brakes right off of him. So it's all right. He doing his thing. Shout right out to now. Trevor Lawrence. But he better throw the ball to Christian Kirk because he on my fantasy team. <laughs> he pissing me off. Christian Kirk, that's hey. what that's, that's what that's coming from, okay? Yeah, yeah, Shout no out to Trevor Lawrence. Throw the ball to Christian that's Kirk. That's why you praised him right there. So that's why. That's why. That's why. I don't have no other problem. With Trevor Lawrence, except he ain't throw the ball to Christian Kirk last week, and I lost both uh, my fantasy leagues. You hate to see it. <laughs> I hate to see it. If he'd have thrown the ball to Christian Kirk, apparently some of these Cowboys defense was all was killing you. So it doesn't matter. It's like mm. it's like Tyreek Hill did me. I mean, would it matter? Would it matter when when somebody's going at that level? When somebody's yeah. go off of forty, yeah. it's kind of hard to be somebody who got that's a forty crazy. point. Game. Yeah, that's, crazy. that's just how it all. Fifty nine. I'm that's sure that she went fifty nine. I'm sorry. Yeah, All right, let's take a break. When we come back, Jerry Jones on his radio show said something about Dak Prescott that wow. has uh, got Twitter going a little bit. Oh, man. Got, got certain folks feeling a, a certain kind of way. Let's he didn't lie, though. He didn't lie. With <laughs> Barry Church, Beckman <laughs> Harrison, Danny McCray, I'm Newey Scruggs. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. 
Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pitaya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss at hugoboss.com and at boss retail stores. Hashtag be your own boss. We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. <laughs> Rally Day is presented by SeatGeek gives NFL fans an experience of a lifetime the day prior to Dallas Cowboys home game Watch knees, brother. <laughs> on September 16th. Enjoy activities at Miller Lighthouse. Get, get a behind-the-scenes tour of AT&T Stadium and more. Visit AT&TStadium.com slash Rally Days for more information and to get your tickets today. I'm good, church. I'm good. Oh, hey, what athleticism. Good. <laughs> All, listen, for all the people who ain't here, knew he just ran through the door, okay? Tried to tried to think he was 25 years old and Man. hop on the seat. You thought he was sliding across uh, like Beverly Hills. Like jump cut. Uh, and, and, and almost <laughs> end up like A-Rod. That didn't work. <laughs> that, hey, almost that, out that for the season. Work. Uh, hey, you don't want them problems, man. I got, I got Nui jumping in here, almost falling out the seat. Heck, got, I got cucumber. <laughs> it feel like, it feel like just, What's going know, on know. over here? Hey. You need some ranch. Blood pressure this morning, 122086. Oh, it is. It is. Health is well. Cucumbers work. Yeah, it is. They're getting you right. They're getting you right, man. Uh... Players large by, by Stino. It's dangerous in here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'd have been like, oh, <laughs> my neck Very and church. my back. Terrence Church. Danny McCray. Jerry Jones Radio Show on 105.3 The Fan today, the official radio home of the Dallas Cowboys, came out and said Dak Prescott uh, is the best leader the Cowboys have had since he's on the team. So uh, some folks immediately went to Twitter to say, oh, what about Troy Aikman? And then you know, think about Tony Romo. That's those are the three quarterbacks I would say during the Jerry Jones era. When you talk about the longevity mm-hmm. that they've had here, so um, he said best quarterback leader or just yeah, best, best, leader. Best, best leader, best leader, just best, best leader, leader, leader. leader. Yeah, just just leader. just leader. Okay, hmm. just just leader. Just leader. Okay, just just leader. And let's go around go on the table. Your thoughts. I mean, I don't know the guy personally. Um, to me. 
you know, when, when you start getting into leadership, it's hard for me to be able to compare people like that if I haven't really had a conversation with them or been able to hang out with them to see what they're like as a person. From what everybody else is saying, then I can understand what Jerry Jones means, right? Mm -hmm. when, Zach, when that got hurt, from around the league, people that he probably never met had heard great stories about how uh, Dak was a leader on the field. Right. He stepped into it when Tony Romo was the leader of the mm -hmm. team and galvanized the team to where players were like, I want to play for Dak. All right, so just based off what everybody else is saying, it's hard for me to say, you know, that he's not. <laughs> because I don't. I haven't heard one player, not one, in the locker room throughout the years that he's been here, players that are gone, come back and say anything bad about Dak. Hadn't heard it. So... You know, I, I can't push back on a guy like that. You know, when we get to Romo, like I said, I've never had a conversation with Romo said I've seen him These at Nick facts. and Sam's. These are facts. <laughs> you know, I've never seen him call up the huddle and, you know, give a real speech or anything like that. It was Jason Witten, mm -hmm. which I would I would put him <laughs> in a conversation with a top leaders ever in Cowboy history. But, yeah, when you're talking about quarterbacks especially, yeah, I think Dak Prescott is a guy. You know more about Troy Aikman than I do. So it's hard for me to kind of step into that, uh, that realm. I was five. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <it is>. wow. <laughs> didn't really understand it. Wow. Five. Well, well, yeah. So if we're gonna, it hit the red. Might have hit the red joint. The cucumber cough. Is that what I did? <laughs> yeah, there you my, go. Is that what I did? Yeah, you good now. You good. Next, my next back. My bad. My bad. Old uh, school having trouble. He almost busted nah. Neo. <laughs> oh, he hurting right now. He was like trying to say. No, I'm good. I, I, luckily, I missed hitting something. I mean, I did miss hitting something, but it could have been bad. It, it could have been bad. Go ahead and limp up out of here. My neck and You know, I, when I first got the well, with decoding what Jerry said about about Dak, only because of all the leaders that he's had on his roster, he's won Super Bowls with with, with tremendous guys. I think. Mm -hmm. Michael Irvin, I, nobody would argue, you know, playmaker being a leader. Nate Newton, all the, the guys from those former great teams. But, I mean, just a week ago, we were talking about Jerry not telling that Trey Lance was going to be here. Mm. You know? <laughs> we, were just, we were just talking about that. Right? And now we're back to, you know, he's the, he's the best leader. I mean, he, he con he's controlling the news, the narrative. Whether he's trying to instill confidence in Dak, I don't know. I mean, Dak's been playing for eight years. If, if At this point, he needs – Front office say yeah. something good about him to 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 do what he does. He, he's in the wrong business, you know. But I don't think he was lying. I, I don't think he was lying. Everybody that I've ever heard talk about Dak and his story and everything about him says that this guy is the leader and so forth. The Walter Payton Man of the Year comes with that. So I mean, he's stating facts. <clears throat> it's just that sometimes you're reading in the in between the lines on things and thinking, man, maybe this is deeper. Maybe he's trying to do something else. And man, hey, he's just telling you the truth about a good dude. No, no, no doubt about it. I mean, and to me, you know, I was in the locker room with Dak, um, 2016, played up with him in his rookie year. And to me, I, you know, I think Jerry Jones told no lies. Now, like, you know, McCray said, I wasn't here around, you know, when Michael Irvin and Aikman and all those boys were here. But um, as far as I'm concerned, in my nine years in the league, you know, Dak is probably the, the best leader I've seen. I've been around. When you talk about a guy coming in his rookie year and going in there and winning over a locker room, and not just any old locker room. This was a veteran-led locker room. We ain't talking about, you know, a bunch of young guys out there that got voices. We talking about guys like Jason Witten who had played in the league 10-some years. We talking about guys like who else was in there? I mean, there's all those people. Sean Lee. When Dak was able to – Romo. I mean, when Dak was able to go in there – and basically take the leadership reins and control it throughout the entire season. To me, when he was able to do that with grown men, 
I mean, that just goes to show you how great of a leader he was. And I was in the locker room with both Romo and Dak. And nothing against Romo, but he just wasn't the leader that Dak was when you talk about reaching out to all 53 guys out there plus the practice squad. I mean, sometimes you would you would look at Romo and say, okay, he's a coach. He's not really in, in the locker room, in the trenches with us, going, going about everyday business. With Dak, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Now, they were also in two different points in their career. You know, Romo was already established, pro bowler, he got the bag, and Dak was just coming in as a rookie, so that might have had something to do with it. But overall, to me, Dak, like you said, you get no complaints from players anywhere. Right. Look at look at what happened with Hayden Hurst, the tight end at the time he was with Atlanta. Well, come over to Dak after the game, man. The words you say out there, your leadership and all yeah. that stuff, I mean, it goes around. It resonates without the league. So to me, there was no lies being told from Jerry so, Jones. So Dak is a better leader than uh, Blake Borders, Borders. Borders. Come on, man. That ain't even a, a discussion. <laughs> That's not even a discussion. I'm just saying. Y'all, y'all went to the AFC. Man, y'all went we further. Carried, we carried Blake Bortles to y'all the AFC further? championship. We, we did. We did. <laughs> what, but we what, carried him along. What, 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 Calais Campbell was the guy? Calais was that Calais guy. Was yeah, he, guy. He was that guy without a doubt. And, and um, Tevin Smith, the linebacker, never seen a better motivational speaker than that man. But Blake Bortles, we carried that man. And then yeah. they had the audacity to pay that man. I'm going down a robber <laughs> hole. Going down a so, rabbit hole, man. <laughs> the exact quote from Jerry, okay? He says, the best leader I've ever seen at that position. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm yeah, I'm gonna stick with what I said of like I I think he's being honest. Uh, I think he really sees it and believes it, especially with the way that the the players Every player that comes in, especially with the rotate with the rotating wheel that you got of like new players coming in, guys on one year deals, they all come in and they all find a way to say, you know what, that's my guy, and I'm gonna play for riding with foe. I'm riding with foe. So I would love for you know a guy like Nate Newton to come in here and just answer that type because he was around with you know Aikman and those Mm. boys that showed the leadership and all that. So I would love for him to answer. Maybe I'll ask him a little bit later. I go back to Whitten. Okay, that was Tony was best friend. That was his guy. They shared a suite as a family suite together. I mean, they were tight. When Dak took over, <clears throat> you never saw any pushback from Jason Witt. 82 never pushed back. I think that says a lot because that was his guy. Was. And his guy was trying to get the job back, okay? He was. Oh, he wanted know, that he, thing right. back. He did not just go quietly into the wind like that press conference made all of us to believe. <laughs> he wanted that job back. 82 never stood on the table and said, you know, this guy's not ready or leaked anything out. Because, you know, a lot of people, that to me spoke volumes. And then I go back to uh, Cole Beasley. Remember Cole went to uh, Buffalo? Cole had things to say. Mm -hmm. Never said anything about that. That's facts. So sometimes what people say about you as you leave the building or you're gone, I haven't heard that about Dak Prescott. I have it. Now, last night I had to fight with a Hall of Fame writer about Dak who had a whole bunch of stuff to say about things. But I'm like, I said, all I can go by is what I see and the people I talk to who are around him. And then the things that I have seen in in moments off the field. The guy showed up at the Ty and Secchi golf tournament. Had played a snap with the guy, but he showed up to help support him and... Do you know, that's not something guys do a lot of when they don't know. You know, you know somebody, it's one yeah. thing. But when you don't know. <laughs> I, I know you. Right. It might be a test, but okay. yes. And he lives out. I don't know what, how far it is from. Oh, that's a Mac. Prosper. From Prosper to Grapevine with a golf thing? Mm, yes. Yeah, that's, that's a Mac. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's a Mac. That was, that was a, so, 
So when Jerry says that, I go back to Jason Garrett. One of the time, yes, one of the times that Jason would light up a fuse and talk effervescently was if you brought up Dak Prescott. And he told me, he's like, this, and he talked about how much just of a good dude he was. He's like, this is a guy that if he wasn't playing football, any company should hire. I mean, he was he was as high on him as if it was his own child of how of how much substance he had. And I told you before, the thing about Jason always was is what did he say or not say about a guy? He couldn't have been more effusive than Dak Prescott. Mm. Back, and this, this back was off the camera. He wasn't checking out. Yeah, he wasn't checking out. Thirteen and three. He was in there thirteen and three. Well, this is going to do no wrong. Yeah. He's like my son. <laughs> Willie Beeman on the other side. He's like, nah. <laughs> Come on in, dog. You're a great the guy. Willie Beeman. <laughs> Romo out there, mm. Willie Beeman. Uh, oh, hey, man, you go out there and run a. <laughs> that was wild. Man, call the whole office. What's What's it going to be next week, man? What's it going to be next week? Yeah, what's it going to be next week? It's it's, going to change every week. You know, until Dak, that's why I keep saying, man, Dak got to win it. He got to win it. He two and four just like Romo was his playoff wins and losses. So, you know, for Jerry, he probably don't care nothing about all that. He's like, man, win a Super Bowl. Go to the NFC Championship. Show me something. You you go out here on defense and you start rolling in games how you rolled uh, New York the other night, the pressure is going to be on. Tack even more than it is right now mm-hmm. because we all know how hard it is for you to get that type of defense in the building and then maintain it, right? Dan Quinn is going to say, hey, man, I was up there with the Legion of Boom, mm-hmm. right? And then when it starts falling apart, then everything falls apart, right? Because you only got this this big of a window to do it. Last year, it's part of that window. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it done. Mm-hmm. This is year two of being in that window and even better to where, okay, if they're going to go out there and play that well, then it's on the offense right. to make sure that they get the win. Right, you leading the league in turnovers. You lead the league in sacks. You got uh, a person up for the MVP. You might have two this year uh, for Player of the Year. If you're looking at cornerbacks and uh, linebackers, like it's possible for you to be that good on defense. Mm-hmm. The pressure is on you yeah. to make sure you as an offense. You got a new play caller protecting everything. Maybe we running the ball. Gonna make sure that, that we put you in the position to make sure you get third and short. Like the pressure is gonna be on you for that. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, shout out here, Jerry. Jerry, no. Jared, you the leader, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of it. <laughs> Take care of it. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, what's our confidence level in the kicker, Brandon Aubrey? Don't look like that, Danny. I, listen. I, Don't look like that. Save it. Save it. I ain't going to say nothing. Danny McCray, Heckman Harrison, mm. Barry Church, I'm Newey Scruggs. This is Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on the DallasCowboys.com radio network. Mm. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites in a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. 
Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together. We cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. Let's play. In this game, there is a position for everyone, no matter who you are. Flag is your chance to run, throw, jump, and fly. This is your chance to get involved in the action and join the flag football movement. Learn more and find a league at NFLflag.com. Thank you, Heckma Harrison. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. The players are Barry Church, Danny McCray. Yes, All right, uh, Jets coming to town. No Aaron Rodgers. Oof. Out with an Achilles. Oof. That's Quick. tough, man. That's that's tough. Quick, I seen somebody do a slow mo of that thing too, where they was like, "You can see it pop," and I don't know the injury, but I was like, "Yep, I don't know." You could tell something happened. You can tell uh, at that moment. And man, I hate. You know what? I hate that man. I hate when somebody gets injured and they just show it over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. I I was doing a game on Saturday, man, where a young man jumped over somebody and came down his and his leg snapped, oh. and they were asking us to to you know like go through. I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I am not going to do that. His mom and anybody else, well, I don't want to yeah, do that, that, man. That's just that's that's awful to see that, man. And, and hated to see A-Rod go down. I mean, you look at the group chat. That was the first thing I said, man. Y'all think this is Achilles? Oh, it's done. Because that, yeah. I mean, when that happens, it's like, man, that's just. Well, you just saw the, the the angle of his leg and when he got pulled. That was that. Was that. tough. So, so here's my question for what you just spoke about, being, being on the broadcast. If they ask you to do it one time or is it multiple times? Yeah, just to to do it at all. I mean, where a guy, you, you everybody saw what it was, and I can illustrate and say it's a devastating injury. You know, his femur looks like you know. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. He snapped his leg. It, you, I don't have to show it in super slow mo for you to mm-hmm. understand that he broke his leg. And so, I mean, I just think we're we're in that environment where everybody wants the the gory details about stuff happening. And I just, I'm sorry for me, I just couldn't do it in that moment. Do you faint when you see blood? Are you one of no. them guys? No. <laughs> no. Do you go to like haunted houses and stuff? Do you, do you, scary I do not movies? do that. I do not. Scary movies? I don't I don't volunteer to be scared. Start no. making, it's making sense. Okay, but now but we know why you don't want to see nothing gory. Because nah, <laughs> it's gonna be no. on your TV anyway. Yeah, what do you do for Halloween? Chill at the crib. You like you, do you dress up in a funny costume? No. Nah. Uh-uh, do you dress up Halloween? No, I'm just okay. I go back to the Dak. I, I go back to Dak injury because then at that point in time when you do it when you're doing a night show and when Dak got hurt against the Giants. Ooh. 
I showed the play. We showed the play, and it was just because this you know this point in time you knew seasons are done. So we showed the play. Um, how many times you show something, I think, becomes a a taste yeah. element thing. Mm. But for me, I was doing something else. So when you went on the text, when it said he got hurt, then I went to Twitter. First off, I didn't know how many people set up Twitter pages that they're medical doctors and they, they, <laughs> they go do, and right, they do, doing they the game. Do. I'm like, I mean, Dr. David Chow, I know. He did his first radio interview with me, so I know Dr. David Chow. But these, I'm like, wow, all these other people and then just the whole thing. They were doing a whole Madden breakdown, circling it, wow. look right here, da, da, da. And it was, uh, yeah, I saw enough of it there. But I, yeah. I do wonder, just when you're the play-by-play person, how do you handle something like that? Because me being the sportscaster mm. at night, you know, all right, how do you do what happened? Because we, we ended up doing, you know, obviously when Dak got hurt, it was a whole big deal. Mm-hmm. That dominated, plus that dominated, it just dominated sports show. That was like the new show. I mean, that was the whole thing there. And, and you try to ask yourself, what's the taste level of what you do? How do you, how do you handle something like that and um, – he snapped his Achilles. He's gone was, for the year. So yeah. It's done. And then you, yeah, and then you send him the newest commercial. Warning. And that's their thing. Some people say, warning. What we're going to show you right here is tough. It's going to be graphic. But then again, you know, we say it, and then it's like two seconds later. You know, it's, just, it's, it's not like we give you a whole lot of time. Hey, we're going to take 10 seconds for you to turn your head right now. Uh, warning, what you're about to see is graphic. The, the yeah. truth about that is it's hard to turn away sometimes, too, after, after you already said you're about to show it, right? Because yeah. first thing you're like, oh, man, Daniel broke his leg. And you'd be like, man, should I turn it on? Because you know it's going to be on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to be on, on Instagram. You know it's going to be everywhere. And you're still going to get on there and look. And then when you scroll past, you, you, before, take, the, you take that chance. you like, before oh. you all were born, yeah. before you oh, two yeah. were born, yeah. Heckman and I remembered maybe Chris Beasley as well. Thank you. Oh. Monday Night Football, LT, Joe Theismann, I was watching it. What? Mm. Oh, oh, mm. oh! Okay. I was, I was that guy <laughs> that, yeah, wanted to see. Okay, what happened? To, oh, it really did. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm that guy that's like, okay, show it. But now that I'm in the business, I also now have that understanding. There are a lot of people who kind of come back into the, hey man, you overkilled it. We don't like it. And so yeah. I just wonder when you're in the booth, how do you handle something like that? Because mm. I'm never in the booth. I can't do that. Uh, um, but I'm just a sports guy, so I'm like, I feel like we gotta show it. As Ooh. as former athletes, you see injuries in the game before they even come back to the to the replay. Mm-hmm. You see it happen mm-hmm. real time. Oh, that's his knee. You know. Yeah. Oh, you know. It's like your reaction to it. You see it automatically when a guy goes down his elbow. It, anything happens. Um, but that I mean, again, for 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 Aaron Rodgers, my question is now: two years, seventy five million dollars. How much is this? How much of this are the New York Jets on the line for? Can he recover from it with his age and all of that, man? Like, it's so many questions that goes in to his particular injury. You hear people talking about the turf uh, oh, yeah. coming into play for him. That's and why I tore mine in on the turf. On the turf. That's, that's, that's making a break. Nobody around me on the turf. Pop. And, and the Achilles injuries, I, I don't know, man. It's very unique kind of injury because yeah. it's a it's an explosive you turn it you twist you know it's not like a knee or anything like that acl may be the same you know mm-hmm. when a guy's not even touching you and he's a spot you can you can snap it man my, my homeboy pulled his uh ruptured his achilles pierre oh, at yeah. one of my youth flag football camps 
He had on tennis shoes. He had on tennis shoes. This, but this is how random it is. Mm-hmm. Um, he had on tennis shoes. They play quarterback for the kids as they're as they're playing uh, flag football at the end of the game. So he's playing quarterback. You know, he got his energy. He completed a pass to one of the little first graders. He was just running down there to give him a high five. Snapped it just like that. That's weird. No, no, no cleats in the ground. No nothing. That's he got crazy. on tennis it's shoes. A weird injury. And just snapped it's it. Tough. It's a, re- it's a weird injury. His doctor told him like, "Hey, listen, if it didn't happen now. It was gonna happen to you. Eventually, <laughs> it, t- really, it was yeah. gonna eventually happen to you. Yeah. It was just that's tough. J- just something for him." As we get ready to close out the show, uh, last topic here: Brandon Aubrey, kicker for the Cowboys, missed the extra point, and then after that, didn't miss anything else. Mm-hmm. Made his field goals. Made his extra points here. Are we something like he was yeah, two for two on field goals, along of thirty-eight, four for five on extra points, ten points in the game. We I, good? I'm confident. Yeah. I think but I th- I think Big Mike's gonna gonna protect him. I think they don't they won't have him kicking sixty yarders. I think they're gonna put him in a in a position where he's feel he feels comfortable so his confidence stays up. He missed the first one, didn't miss the next one. So I'm all right with it. He got it out. You good? Now we building confidence in him. We have we need a kicker. We we need a guy like it, 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 the <sighs> Dan Bailey, prime Dan Bailey. That's what I'm about to say. You don't want that. You don't dude. want any It's just one. It's, it's a guy. sore subject because if we come in here next week and he miss a game winner, we gonna, we gonna, gonna be out on him. <laughs> so, so I'm trying to catch myself right now before I say this. So man, I, I just yeah, man, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm good with him as well. I'm, I, you know, hopefully keep that confidence high. Like like D Max said, don't have him go out there kicking sixty yarders, thinking like, man, am I really doing this? Okay. He'll be out. So, was that Zerline yesterday too? Yes, it was. Yes. that was a hey. Bro, yes. yes. Hey, it, but it, it was ugly. It was ugly. They said zero, and I said, "Ooh." <laughs> I, I guess okay. Greg the leg. This is me, bad, bad host. Do we trust Brandon Arbery? Trust meaning time, time proof and consistency. We don't have. We don't no, have. We don't have time or consistency. Or <laughs> proof. Nah, that man was playing soccer a couple years ago. Oh no. I, which is why no, I threw that. No, no sooner than I said, I, I did it wrong. Let me go back to this. So, uh, yes, we do not trust Brandon Aubrey yet. We need to see more. Oh, Brandon. But game one, <laughs> game one was it's a positive. High. Game one was a positive. It was. And, and Mike McCarthy spoke about it yesterday where he said he rushed it, yeah. that he, he went through it too quick. And, and Mike attributed that to just game one, mm-hmm. jitters, mm-hmm. you know. But but after that he was good to go. So uh, Mike also compared him to Mason Crosby, who he had with the Packers. That's a strong. That's comparison. about to say that, that's, that's come strong. On that's strong. That man to kick some game winners <laughs> in the playoffs. That's guy. real strong. Ooh-wee. Lie to me, make it sound fly to me. Yeah, <laughs> that man was out there. All right, to, <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> to be continued tomorrow, right here on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on the DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!